This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Floating is a lot. It's amazing. What's with that look of disgust? That, I think I've only ever gone floating one time before, Mm -hmm. and it was so far in the past that I don't remember what it was like. How long was your float trip when you went on a float trip last summer? How long was the actual float? The actual float trip is four, maybe five hours, the whole afternoon. That would have been a dream. What do you mean? (laughs) We get to the place. And they're like, all right, your float is six hours. Six hours. Six hours. That's that's a little long. So long. My only concern, this this would have made my trip so much better. Mm -hmm. My only thing is, could you, as a floating company, or even just as a state, put a couple signs between where you begin and where you end to let you know where the hell you are? Yeah, 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 yeah. You are on the... River for hours, going five, six, seven miles an hour. Three. You have, sorry, three. You have no idea how much time or length has passed. None of us had our phone. Well, only like one person had their phone, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody wants to bring that into the water. It's a dumb idea. Could Had no reception. Could oh not tell. Like, we did the math when we signed up for to get our stuff they were like okay the float is 10 miles you float at three miles an hour okay you will be there in about six hours and we're just floating and everything looks the same i'm like this is the blair witch project or something uh why also that lady's math is really off three miles an hour going to 10 miles it's like three and a half hours no it was six Mm. and it's it's not like When you're floating on a river, Mm -hmm. there's a lack of space to put even just the little sign that says, you're halfway there. (laughs) You're not floating to Mexico. Because honestly, I felt like that's where we were at. It it wouldn't take much to put, if you're running a float trip thing, put up a sign that says, hey, you're not, you're still there. You're still going. Just keep going. You're still with us? Yeah. Because I started to see a mirage as a bridge. There was somebody that was kayaking and preaching the Lord to us. Really? While they were kayaking next to us. We found out later he was on shrooms. <laughs> but anyway, he as he, he was like, yes, on, on day one, God made the earth. And on day two, God made the this. And I was like, hey, buddy, what day did God make the damn bridge we're supposed to get off? Jordan Silver and Friends, 6 to 9 on 96.5 The Buzz. I mean, it was a great, relaxing kind of thing. It's just we all kind of used all our energy within the first like hour mm-hmm. didn't really know that this was going to be the long game as long as it felt this is a marathon not a sprint for sure and i've got to remember that the next time i go floating because we had one speaker we're floating with the music it was awesome for like the mm-hmm. first hour and then of course it dies we have <laughs> nothing to charge it with it's like that damn sucks. we don't have any music and then we ran out of alcohol 
Sounds like a lot of bad things happened on your float trip. <laughs> Actually, it was a great time. Was it? It was a great time. What was the best thing? The best thing that happened on the float trip. Uh, I got to swim in the river that we were in, which was really cool because the way that the water was flowing, it made it so you didn't have to really do a lot of work to even hold yourself up. And that felt oh, really nice. nice. Yeah. Was it a clean... It was. River? Yeah, it was, it was super clean. There was like blue, you could see blue water where it was deep. I don't know. But also, you know, with floating, it goes from deep to very, very, very shallow pretty fast, mm-hmm. you know? And so I have a couple <laughs> bruises in places that you didn't even know. From why? Well, a tree stabbed me once. What? Yeah, a tree was sticking out, you know, because that's what happens. You didn't see that coming? No, not really. There's a lot of stuff to pay attention to while you're floating. And then it just is sitting at the very top of the water and it uh, jabbed me in the leg and the only thing that I could say is <laughs> this is how the steamboat Arabia went down <laughs> please I don't want to go out like the steamboat Arabia local and unofficial holidays we're digging deep into history because we're all a bunch of nerds and bringing you on this day in history with Jordan Silver and friends oh crap taxes are due tomorrow Oh, yeah, July 15th. Yeah. Oh. Wow, July is flying by, Chris. I'm going to give you that since it's been a few days. Thanks. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've had you teach the Buzz family about what happened on Stay in History. There's been so much lack of learning the past few days. Yes, there has. Mm. Let's, uh, let's kick it off. What happened on this day starting in 2015, Chris? A NASA satellite, New Horizon, performs the first flyby of Pluto completing our first initial survey of our solar system. The first initial survey of our solar system was completed five years ago. Isn't that when we packed everything up and said, yeah, we're done with NASA? Pretty much. Why? There's so much other stuff out there. (laughs) I don't get that. I don't get that. On this day in 2010, Vampire Weekend is sued by the woman in the Polaroid on their Contra album for $2 million. Yeah, she said that she didn't give them permission. They got the photo from a photographer. There's so many rights when it comes to photos. Mm-hmm. No. Doesn't the person who took the photograph have the rights of it? And I believe the band paid that man $5,000 for it? Yes. I don't know the stipulations behind all of this. I mean, that was how Marilyn Monroe was on the front, was the first person on the cover of Playboy, is because Hugh Hefner had heard that there was a photographer that had nude photos of Marilyn Monroe back in the day before she was famous. And he owned them, and that's how Marilyn Monroe... Marilyn Monroe never posed for Playboy, but that's how... I did not know that. That's how he got those photos. Wow. What else? Mm, that's mm. on this day. In on this history. day in 2008, The Dark Knight premieres in New York City. Did you ever see that one? Yes. That was, that was, a, it was a good movie, but it was, of course, overshadowed by Heath Ledger's death. Is it weird? Does, I, I have never seen it, but I can only imagine with all the stigma and stuff behind mm-hmm. what happened with Heath Ledger before the movie was released. Is it just weird to like see actors on film knowing Abs- that it's their last film? Oh, absolutely. And they, I know part of the. They say the reason that contributed to his death was just the, the role for this and the medication he had to take. That it, it is, he was an amazing actor. Yeah, and his role in Joker in Dark Knight is unbelievable. He went all in. He was a method actor, which means 
you 24-7 become the character. 24-7. You're brushing your teeth and you're that character. That's committed. Damn. On this day in 1988, WYHY Radio offers $1 million to anyone who can prove Elvis is still alive. This pisses me off. Why? Because if the radio station was giving away a million dollars in 1988, Chris, we got into radio <laughs> way too late. This station hasn't had a million dollars yeah. just to give away. Well, to be fair, they probably knew no one was going to prove he was alive. You can't run a contest like that, Chris. You can't? No. Can, can we run a contest where we offer someone a million dollars? Okay, Chris, nope, move on to the next okay. thing. Nope, nope, okay. I don't even want the bus family to get an idea. Right. On this day in 1987, the Rookie of the Year Award is renamed to honor Jackie Robinson. That's right. Mm. On this day in 1973, the Everly Brothers break up in a very public fashion during the middle of a concert on stage. What? <laughs> Dude, that's like us breaking up right on the show, <laughs> which I'm sure has happened before. Damn, there's so many love songs. That is one of my favorite bands of all time, the Everly Brothers. The way that they sung together was beautiful, and their songs were so positive and happy. It's weird to know that that happened on this day in 73. They're one of my favorite groups of all time, but do you like the Everly Brothers, Chris? They're my favorite rock group. Okay. Why? Oh, on this day in wow, 1969. Okay. Yep. Scaring me. The $500 bill, the $1,000 bill, the $5,000 bill, and the $10,000 bill Unfortunately, we're all officially taken out of circulation. It was because they said that there was lack of use of no, those really. higher denomination bills. But when I was checking this up, it said even to this day, those bills are still, if you, if you get one, which you, you probably won't, they're still legal tender and acceptable. Do not spend your $1,000 bill at Hy-Vee because it's worth about $5,000. That's true. You could you could sell it, but I just think it's it's really funny that imagine if you because ten thousand dollars I don't care that is a lot of money. It is. You're like mm, you want to know I want to know what it looks and feels like to see my hard work in a paper form. Here is a ten thousand dollar bill, right? And then what if the government's like, all right, that's not worth anything anymore? Wouldn't you be pissed? <laughs> that's like going to Vegas. Ugh. I've never, I could, I've never seen, I've never seen a five hundred dollar bill. On this day in local history, nineteen forty-three, in Diamond, Missouri, the George Washington Carver National Monument becomes the first national monument to honor an African American. I love that. That was because he was from Diamond, and if you look him up, there is no information on his birth date, the year. It just says eighteen sixties, which. What do I have to do? Who do I have to sleep with <laughs> to get that to be the thing for me? That Jordan Silver, ah, oh, she was bored. I don't know. In the 80s at some point. We could try to do that. Some just Jordan Silver born 1980s. Yeah. Estimate 1980s. Hmm. Hmm. 1880s? No, 1980s. On this day in 1940, due to bean ball wars, Spalding advertises a new batting helmet 
with ear flaps. Wouldn't you be pissed? A beanball is when a pitcher intentionally hits you. As a batter. When a pitcher intentionally hits, the players are called a headhunter. What do they get, Christopher, if the baseball player is hit? What does the, the batter get? They get a walk. Sports! Yeah! I'm so proud of you. Uh, I know a little bit about sports. Man, if, oh my God, if someone hit me in the head with a... Mm, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. I, you only get to a first base walk? You don't get, like, a home run? No. If somebody's punched, hitting me in the head with a baseball, I'm going to go all around. Christopher. What? You only get one base. <sighs> Fine. All right. On this day in 1868, the tape measure is patented. That's kind of like that meme that says that, did you know that water companies just make bottles? It's kind of the same thing. A tape measure. That was already figured out how to do it. This guy just put it on something. (laughs) You know, one of the most satisfying things in the entire world, so satisfying, is when you measure something in your house, right? Mm -hmm. And then you click that little button and the measuring tape goes... So satisfying. I broke. I broke one once because I wouldn't stop doing that. Sure. Move on. Unofficial holiday. What is today, Christopher? It is Pandemonium Day. And if you don't know what pandemonium means, pan is Greek for all. Demonium is Latin for devil. So it's all devil day. If It's dedicated to the unexpected. And if you have an organized, well-ordered life, you need to celebrate some pandemonium. Pandemonium Day started for me yesterday. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We've all been in those kind of situations where because of the way that we are expected to act, we say things that we don't really mean to say. Like... Somebody asks you, hey, will you come over to my house? I know, I know you're busy, but will you come over to my house like four times a day all weekend to come watch my dog and make sure what, that the dog is okay? And you're mm-hmm. just like, yes, I would love to do that. But in your head, you're like, this ruins my weekend. Ruins all my plans. Yeah. Well, we've all been in a situation where, you know, 40 hours is a lot of time to work already. And then when you get asked to do a shift after that, most people do say yes. The good ones. But sometimes in your head, <laughs> what you're thinking is the exact opposite. So I found a video on TikTok of a woman who uh, is being asked to fill in for Rodney because Rodney can't work this weekend. And she says everything that you've ever wanted to say out loud. Take a listen to this. Yes, we're going to be short-staffed this weekend. Yes, I know. Like, what y'all going to do? I was actually hoping <laughs> that you would be able to come in and fill in. Unfortunately, uh, I can't. No, I'm not going to be free. It's just going to be. You made the schedule. So I it, did. It, <laughs> sweetie, okay. that's not my predicament. That's your predicament. Sweetie. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. I can't do um, and I'm not going to. I die. I will be sleeping. 11 a.m., okay. I will be sleeping. No, it's okay, not no being big here. deal. No big deal. Listen, okay. do what you got to do, fine. but don't involve me. 11 a.m., I'll be sleeping. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. So the Washington Redskins officially going to change their name, but not sure what it'll be yet. That's what I was reading in the news. Do you have any more info, Chris? Yeah, no, they do not have any information on when it'll be released, but they said at a later date they will let us know what that name will be. I heard that they may keep... Red in the 
name? Yes, there's talks of that. So I've got something for that. But first, I was looking past at past sports leagues and sports teams and some of the names because, you know, back in the day, holy crap, in the early baseball era, which is the mid to late 1800s, Kansas City had a bunch of teams that changed their name. We had the Kansas City Cowboys as a major league team from 1888 to 1889. Um, and then the Kansas City, oh, it wasn't something else, but the Pittsburgh Stogies. <laughs> 1886. The the Worcester Worcesters. The what? Worcester Worcesters, 1880. Do you know where any idea where Worcester is located? Yes, it's in It's in New England. It's up in New England. Worcester. Worcester. But the Worcester Worcesters. Okay. That's like we had this kid named William Williams mm-hmm. that I went to school with and I always loved that. His parents really screwed with him. William Williams. <laughs> Also, some teams, we have the Wilmington Quick Steps. These are old baseball teams that are no longer around. The Pittsburgh Burgers, B-U-R-G-H-E-R-S. Cincinnati Kelly Killers. So, yeah, there's been some messed up names. Interesting. The Kelly Killers? The Kelly Killers. And uh, throughout sports, there's been some interesting names. But, you know, again, if if stuff gets offensive, then we got to get rid of it. So I looked at some things that are red, and I was thinking maybe these are good suggestions for what the team can change their name to. The Washington, D.C. can change their name to. Like the uh, Clifford the Red Dogs. That'd they be could great. be the Washington Clifford the Big Red Dogs. Or do you know that the top part of a rooster's head, rooster comb, it's red? So they could be the Washington Rooster Combs. I like, re- I like that one, the rooster combs, yeah. How about the Washington Red Tomatoes? That's pretty generic, but, I, but it's okay. okay. The Washington Radio Flyer Wagons, those are red. Ooh. Yeah, or n- getting with the times, the Washington Netflixes. Netflix is red, <laughs> honestly. How about the Washington Little Red Riding Hoods? That's got my vote. I got the Washington Red Nose Reindeers. Ooh. The Washington Red Carpets. I, the one that says the wash. It was a picture of the red mushroom on Mario Kart, which I always called Fasties when I'd play the game because really? it gives you a burst of energy on Mario Kart. So maybe the Washington Fasties. How about the Washington Red Lobsters? Okay. <laughs> That's a place to eat. And the Red Lobster presents the Washington Red Lobsters. Wine is red. So the, the Washington winos. Um, red Rockets? Mm, no. Why not? Red Rockets? No. Why not? You, what, what conjures up in your mind when a red rocket appears? I just Googled red stuff and there was a, a rocket. You should Google Red Rocket. What's your problem? Oh Red Rocket. There's a band called Red Rocket. Do you have your safe search on? No. Uh, image Images? There's a band. Oh! Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. 7 a.m. news recap. The Dalai Lama has charted on the billboard at number one with his new Inner World album. Um. The Al- Osbournes are reuniting for a new 
Paranormal TV show that debuts August 2nd on the Travel Channel. And Overland Park made number five for the least stressed city in America. And cannabis edible sales are rising as the coronavirus pandemic continues. All right. Let's talk about the news is so bleak today, isn't it? As a whole. Holy crap. How do you pull anything, anything positive out of that? It's just... It's fitting, but you've got some stuff for us for the 8 o'clock. Yeah, and uh, during a press conference, authorities say they believe Naya Rivera's unanchored boat began drifting and that she tried to muster enough energy to save her son back on the boat, but didn't have enough to save herself. Yeah, I read that they talked to him, and he gave them enough information that with her last bit of energy, she put him in the boat, and then when he turned around... She was gone. God, that is so sad. Because we grew up with these people. Glee Mm -hmm. was huge. I mean, I have joked about not liking Glee because I don't like when they start to sing. All of a sudden, everyone's got auto-tune and um, all these other professional sounds. But as far as what it was, it was a a big deal. And it says, this sucks. Mm -hmm. And people are shaming the TV, the the people that played on Glee into saying something about this. What? Yeah, yeah, it was on the top. It's a top thing on BuzzFeed right now that the public, because they have to, um, it, it was making people that were on Glee and starred with her feel bad because they hadn't posted anything on social media about it. Because you should, you should. That's what they. That's what they say. Everybody, everybody knows what everybody should do. What else is going on? Well, MySpace is trending on Twitter. People are thinking because Yandir Dev, a game develop, a game developer. Just moved everything of his over to that website. But it has 30-somethings nostalgic for that old social media website, which actually taught many people how to use HTML code before they knew what HTML code was. I also saw that it's people complaining about Facebook's new layout being so ugly. Mm. They're like, oh, God, now we're getting into like the grossness <laughs> of MySpace. No, that's what I heard. All right, what else? Well, Hawaii has extended their quarantine until September 1st. Meaning if you visit the island, you will be quarantined for two weeks unless you can show a negative test result within 72 hours of boarding the island. Yeah, so no trip. (laughs) August, forget that trip to Hawaii. It's not how we're doing it this year, 2020. And filming has resumed for many TV shows. And for many of those TV shows, they have love scenes, which they're using mannequins to properly social distance using low lighting and interesting camera angles to make that television magic. That's definitely magic. They're <laughs> <laughs> having to work and kiss and man. Oh, my God. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, right? Got to pay the bills and you got to get that going. Who knew if we were an actor in 2020? They're like, all right, we got this part for you. We need you to uh, make out with someone. And then you get to set. You're so excited. It's your first real big gig. And then they're like, all right, here's the mannequin that you're going to be making out with. <laughs> Try method acting on that one. Uh, yes. Jordan Silver on the bus. You and I, Chris, do a lot of things in sync. Yeah, we do. Which something my, our brains must be lined up or something. I love that. Mm. I love that about us. Our souls are pretty similar, and sometimes it's just funny when we both come in. And we, oh, God, I'm watching something <laughs> weird. I'm watching something weird. What is it? Boom, and we hit each other with yeah. it. Yeah. So right now, I'm in need of an escape from 2020. <sighs> Aren't we all? This is a... I mean, it just keeps going, right? It <laughs> sure does. Yes, Christopher, it sure does. So with the needing an escape from 2020, I just randomly started watching an older, super famous show from the 90s that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. 
What made you decide to watch that? I just needed an escape from now. Mm, okay. But you said you were doing the same thing. Yeah, started. We watched a, a movie of it, and then my wife got really into it. She said she was a fanatic with that show. I've never seen it, so I'm like, well, let's start it. And so how many episodes are you into? You're... I'm in s- the beginning-ish of season two. See, wow. You've made it further with that show than I have ever made it. How far are you? Oh, I, I, with the show that you're watching, and plus, the shows don't matter what they are. We're just talking about this. Um, with the show that you're watching, Chris... I couldn't make it past the first episode, really? and, which is weird because that show is pretty much me. You think that I'd be watching that and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a Samantha. I'm a this. I'm a that. Yeah. It was it was a ginormous show of the time. It was. Culturally relevant and made many cultural points that kind of still stand today. But, oh, my. Yeah. And, and the show that I'm watching, same exact thing. Huge deal. I was just too young to watch it when it was originally on, so now I'm watching it. But, yeah, both you and I, how do you put into words what it feels like and what the weirdness is of watching something that's older now? Because there's weird things. And the quality sucks. Yeah, I. this was an HBO show, and I've, HBO pretty much has this, the high standard of their quality content. And it, it looks like a, a bad YouTube video from 13 years ago. That is a perfect description, Chris. You're so right. When I put on an older TV show and I see that it's a square. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I'm like, I have all this other side of my TV to fill out. That's just going to be like a black. Like, <laughs> it's just going to be black. Nothing. And it doesn't help us watching these old 90s television in standard definition on our 65-inch televisions, and the quality is about the size, about the quality of a potato. <laughs> it is. But inside these TV shows, when you're rewatching stuff now from the 90s, because that's what you and I are doing. <sighs> the behavior is abhorrent. I can't believe we looked up to these people for how to act, and looking back on it now, it's almost offensive. And how did we get fooled into wanting to be that. These were back in the day, this was back in the day where you didn't really have a lot of choice when it came to entertainment. See, now everything is at your fingertips. But the reason that these shows were so big back then is because they were cultural to what was going on in the time. Both of them, I think, were kind of the first versions of these 90s shows that are now a time capsule Mm -hmm. for the 90s. And pretty much pre-internet for these shows that were Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm watching one from the early 90s. But when, <laughs> what you said with the when you were kids, you used to look up to these characters. I've kind of got a weird angle on that. Okay. We were talking about Saved by the Bell, right? Yeah, yeah the high school people you we all thought were the coolest. Right, or we had a crush on. Yeah, I know. You know? Looking, now you look back and she's they're 16 and you're like, babies. Oh! oh! Weird. How did you not age? That's not fair. Uh, Super not uh, fair. And also, the biggest thing that makes you feel uncomfortable about watching stuff from old 90s shows, the fashion, the trends. They took that seriously. The cars. The hats. The technology. I love looking at the computers in the background Mm -hmm. of all of these shows because you see things progress. You know, the show that I'm watching Beverly Hills 90210, originally, the original one. <laughs> this is supposed to be like the creme de la creme, right? Mm-hmm. These super rich people, and they've got like these Tandy computers on the side, <laughs> or the laptops are these oh. giant 
boxes. Yeah, on one of mine, they were walking down the street. He pulled out his cell phone, took the antenna, popped it out, and flipped it down. The old... Mm. Ahoy hoy. Yes. Gave the old ahoy hoy. Yeah, technology is, is crazy. And then, like you said, it's funny with, with cars, too, mm-hmm. because you'll see something that was super hot back in the day, and... People will be like, whoa, yeah, look at the nice car, Steve, because watching 90210, right? Mm-hmm. These are rich kids with nice cars. Yeah. And now it's like, ugh, ew, that's not a nice <laughs> car. You could get that for, like, nothing. <sighs> and, of course, the the way that they spoke. These were, again, time capsules for the 90s, and progression takes time yeah. and less. And it is uncomfortable to sit back and watch some of the things that Some of the jokes are- wouldn't be... Approved today by the writers' board. Yeah, I felt that way about Friends. I rewatched it like ten years after it was over because that show went to like two thousand something, mm-hmm. which is wild. And I remember watching it back and being like, "Oh my god, you can't say that! Oh my god, you can't say that!" Woo! But the fashion, the outfits, nineties are coming back though. As far as fashion wise, that's how they was the eighties. Now it's the nineties. Billie Eilish is. Helping that, thank you very much, uh, Miss Eilish. Do you think the 2000s aughts will... Oh, hell yeah. And it's probably going to be just people dressed up as emo kids again, you know? Give it some time. Give it some time. This could be good. Well, no, that's the moment that you know when you feel really old. Because I remember uh, I walked into an emo bar Mm -hmm. in L.A., and I couldn't believe it. It was everything that I remembered from my childhood. But now it was themed. Like when you go to Funky Town, Funky Town's got that 70s theme. Yeah. Right? But this is something from my childhood and my growing up. And it was now a themed bar. It made me feel so old. Like a 50s diner, you know? Uh, uh, the, the former disco balls will now have emo balls. Can you explain what you're talking about, Chris? Well... They had disco parties back in the day, and now they're no longer. But now that the time frame from now would be like the emo. So we're going to have emo. You were not an emo kid, Chris. No. No. <laughs> yes. no. Your, your emo skirt is showing right now. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on the bus. MySpace is trending on Twitter right now. A couple reasons why. One of them is because people are complaining about the new Facebook layout. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Yan Devere is a gamer. He's moving all this stuff over to YouTube or MySpace. He's going back to MySpace. Hmm. MySpace. We can bring that back. Uh, do you wanna? I loved MySpace. Did you? I did. It was, it was the first social networking site that you could really kind of whore yourself out on, and yeah. kind of sell yourself. Because mm-hmm. was that your first? Yes. Okay, your first social networking. There was a site before that called Friendster. I'm vaguely aware of that. What's it that was, like? I can barely remember it, and it doesn't exist anymore, but it was basically the same thing. You had a website for yourself on this social networking site, and you had your picture, and then you would click in, and you could message people online. I do remember, though, that Friendster did this thing where they would tell people who viewed your profile. Ooh. And because of that, everyone got off Friendster. That's the story. That's the way that it worked for me and the way that I remember it. People didn't like that. No. People you don't want to know who's look. You don't want people to know that you're looking at their profile. That's snitch. No, that's that's true. Did they like, have like Tuesday at 2 a.m. Jordan Silver was looking at your photos for 17 yes! minutes. Yeah. 
You know what you don't want? You need anonymity when you're on social networking. Uh, why are the reasons that we go to social networking sites, social media now? Why are the reasons we go to? Uh, for that, our 15 minutes of fame, people think our voices need to be heard. Uh, and for finding new music and pouring ourselves out to whatever we have to offer. <sighs> yeah, that's that's pretty good. Do you have any other reasons? Connecting with people, seeing what people are up to, yeah. looking for stuff to share. That's why we go on it today. But that just really wasn't, that wasn't its infancy back in the MySpace days. When do you think, how old were you when you think you got Let's it? Let's see. I would have been like 2006, so right about 20 years old, 21. I was a little bit older than that, and this is really unfair. Why? Because the Wayback Machine, the Internet Archive that took a picture of basically every website Mm -hmm. uh, since the Internet began, I searched your MySpace username in there, and you don't show up. Oh, good. Good. But I do. You do? Yes. A nice little time capsule of what my life was like in 2008 and 2009 when I was 26, 25, 26 years old. Oh, man. What do y'all got in there? Uh, My general interests, if you remember all the things that were laid out, uh, my girlfriend's name at the time, tube socks, and the taste of salt water. Edgy. (laughs) My favorite TV show, Lost. (laughs) No, it's not true. But do you remember all of the the weird things that you used to do when you would go on MySpace? Like, of course, there was a MySpace photo that you would take. I've even seen Mm -hmm. your MySpace photo. What? The one where you look in the the mirror and you have your camera. I've seen that. You have you have MySpace. You have uh, emo hair. It's like right in your eyes. Yeah, that that was a that was a period of time that I went through like the whole Fallout Boy punk emo. It was a quick phase, but it was it was fun. And that kind of. The emo phase was growing up and becoming popular with MySpace. So we all kind of have that, like, swooped hair photo of us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you know that MySpace started as a class project? No. Yeah. Tom was doing some technical uh, project on that, and he came up. He took, like, uh, other websites to try to combine things and wanted one where people could meet and talk and have all that into one. Got an A on the project. Yeah, he did. Then he got a lot of money. And he sold it for $580 million in 2005. And he says if he were to wait a year, it would have been closer to $2 billion. Oh, I remember Justin Timberlake was part of the people that bought MySpace. And they're like, we're going to make this a music thing. Yes, we are. And then ever you just sit there. You're like, all right, when is this going to be a music <laughs> thing? Because if you go to MySpace now, it's just... It's one of those things where you need, like, the newest computer yeah. physically possible. Because otherwise, stuff just... Loads and loads, a little ring of death. I just have blank profiles and white screens, and it went downhill following that. It did, but you remember that Tom used to be everybody's first friend? I do remember that. Never changed his photo at all. (sighs) Do you remember when people would set their age to 99 years old? Yeah, they would, you would question if they were of the age. People didn't want to tell people how old they were so they're like all right 99 99. that was that was a thing that you could do of course picking a profile song spending way too much time in your life picking a profile song for your myspace because myspace is trending right now on twitter in 2007 there was 320,000 people signing up a day for myspace god 320,000 people a day that's i i that's like this kansas city On a daily basis, everybody's signing up. And now, not even one person uses it. Except for whoever that gamer guy is that you just said. 
Uh, they said they, there's a, a billion current, active, and inactive accounts. Yeah, the inactive, I'm sure, is much heavier. Of course. As of, <laughs> for numbers. When's the last time you logged into MySpace, Chris? Logged in. Years. Minus trying to log in it to it today, which I actually, Lindsay Lowen is my number one friend on my top eight. And it's a restricted profile, so I can't get into it. So I, I don't know if that was a real her, but I'm, I may have been friends with the real Lindsay Lowen. Not that that has gone anywhere today, because look where she's at. But did you have any celebrity friends on MySpace? What? So that was when I started that radio show in Seattle that played all the big MySpace bands at the time before they got big everywhere. So, yeah, I did. And I actually knew them. I actually I talked to Katy Perry in MySpace. I still have screenshots of really? that. Really? Yeah, because I found her album in our trash bin, and I was like, that looks cool. I'm going to listen to this. Did. I was like, this is amazing, and I reached out to her, and I got to talk to her a little bit on MySpace. Hmm. And didn't Arctic Monkeys... I believe they come from MySpace as well. <laughs> so did Hollywood Undead. Tila Tequila had a music career. Ah, yeah, te- Tila Tequila. I forgot about that woman. Jeffree Star was a big musical person. I remember they were always in the MySpace top ten. It was Tila Tequila, Hollywood Undead, and Jeffree Star. You're bringing back these memories. Well, MySpace is trending for the first time in forever on Twitter, so I feel like it's a... It's appropriate to go back in our brains for a little bit and remember what MySpace was. The top eight, of course, starting so much drama. Your mom didn't have Facebook did, or MySpace, did she? No, my mom doesn't even have any. She still doesn't have anything, okay. which is great. Did yours? Yeah. MySpace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got one friend. Tom? No, sorry, two friends. Okay. Tom and me. Yeah. You know what it's like when your mother joins MySpace when you're in college? No, that's embarrassing. Yeah. That's why I left MySpace. Because of your mom? Mm, I love you, Mom, but yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't want her to know what you were up to? It's not. I, I want. MySpace was a place to share your college memories with your friends. And sometimes your photos of drinking a beer at a friend's house. Doesn't need to be seen by your mother. Oh, you're right. That was a total beginning of, like, the narc era. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I was already out of college for that because, no, I would not. I think I'd be ser- serving a jail sentence right now instead of doing a radio show with just all the crazy stuff that I did back in the MySpace days, back in the days before MySpace. Thank God. But now it's so hard. I mean, there's people filming stuff all the time and putting it online, sometimes without even asking other people and I'm so glad I didn't grow up in that era. We're like the last generation to not. We're the very the youngest some of the few youngest people to know what it's like to live in a world without internet. Dial up back in the day. Glitter graphics on your MySpace profile. Ugh, those were always so annoying. <sighs> the people that would HTML the hell out of their MySpace profile to the point where you couldn't go to their profile. Because there'd be too many swirling things with color and sparkles and stuff. And you're like, damn it, my, my really crappy IBM ThinkPad is not going to load all of this. That was always a, a quick way to eliminate your friends when they had their glitters. Like, nope, not. Can't put my computer through this. <laughs> Good old MySpace. I bet I don't even know my username and password. You sure you don't have that somewhere locked away? You've got everything. <sighs> 
That was back in the day where you could have different passwords. Where, where, sorry, where you could have the same password for a lot of different things. Where there wasn't so many stipulations, you mm-hmm. know. Now, when you get a password for anything, it's like we need an uppercase letter, a number, a symbol. We need you to spit. We need you to put your thumb on this pad for like five minutes. They want so much just to log into stuff these days. Would I be on your top eight now? You'd be number number one. <gasps> you would remove Lindsay out of that, and she wouldn't be in the top eight. Really? Yeah. That means so much. Thank you, Chris. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Oh, it has been a summer. What a beautiful day outside. Yeah. Uh, We're back. Hello, Jordan. To, I do want to say that uh, over the weekend, I had been thinking a lot about the thing we have been doing for Mortified, mm-hmm. calling the person that I... Catfished? Yeah. I want to take it back. What do you mean? I just don't want to do it tomorrow. You can't. No, but it's, it's not because I don't want to do it because it's not going to be good. I just, I'm taking things that I'm doing and looking at them again okay. in a different perspective to make sure that they are the right thing to do. And I don't know if doing that is going to be the best thing. So we're going to do something else for Mortified tomorrow. Got something else up your sleeve for something that has scared the crap or made you embarrassed to people? Yeah, but, like, isn't it your turn? Um, I thought we were just doing you. Isn't it our turn? Mm, I thought we were just doing you. Oh, isn't it your turn? <clears throat> if you need me to pull something embarrassing from my past, I could do it. But you're so proud of everything that you do. I feel like you don't have embarrassment with the past. I have tried to live a life where I don't get embarrassed, but there's always something. I'm a human. I would love to see what you bring in. Mm-hmm. Why are you making that face? Because I'm sure I've got a list of things that I normally don't tell people. Something that just makes you go, oh, if I did this on the radio, it would be the worst thing in the world. I mean, there's that one thing that you kind of told me to do for making you... Wait, did you write me a song? I'm in the process of it. I know, it takes a minute to write a song. It does. Holy cow, I much respect for... Writers and songwriters. You can't just, like, pressure that, you know? That's why I was like, end date whenever the hell you feel like you have finished writing the song. Because I've heard, and and the Buzz family has also heard what you can do musically Mm -hmm. when we were playing the best of yesterday, and you had your Billie Eilish um, cover on there. So, all right, okay. We'll see. We'll do something for for my space. We'll do something for Mortified tomorrow. Not sure what it is yet, but that's why... We tune in tomorrow. Thank you, Buzz family. Thanks for downloading the podcast and hanging out with us today. If you want to see what's going on when the show's not on air, follow Jordan Silver on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. That's J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.